might start using this Discord more often. This is pretty cool, this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Slices, the Deep Dish Swift podcast. Deep Dish Swift is a Supreme Swift developer conference being delivered in Chicago between April 30th and May 2nd. On this podcast, we'll be chatting with organizers and speakers of the conference. We're Kai and Malin, and in this episode, we're chatting with Tunde Adagarien, who is a lead app developer, YouTuber, and of course, a speaker at Deep Dish Swift. Hi, welcome. Welcome, Tunde. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm already impressed by the setup, and um, I'm already enjoying the vibes already, you know, like, uh, <laughs> with a chillish podcast. I feel like this is one of those Wi-Fi podcasts already, man, so this is great. <laughs> well, I think the intro is, like, the, the professional bit now. After yeah, this, now it goes off the rails immediately. Yeah, well, this, is where all goes, this is where all goes to smut right now, isn't it? <laughs> Oh. Um, so to to keep this to keep this on on, on track, let's get started with uh, mm. a bit about you. Um, so first, where are, where are you from, and where do you live today? Yeah, so I'm from you know the United Kingdom. Uh, you probably are used to hearing people with, like really posh voices when you watch us on TV. <laughs> no, it's it's all a lie, people. Like different parts of England. I'm actually from Manchester. Um, I've been mm-hmm. pretty much lived here my entire life. I've not lived anywhere else, so proper Mancunian born and bred. Um, <laughs> it, my actual heritage, though, like both my parents are Nigerian, so I kind of resonate more with my Nigerian culture than British culture. I've not really had a British upbringing, mm. so um, one of those things where basically I've got a tool, I've got a dual like um, passport. I can kind of mm-hmm. flex that, so I've got a Nigerian mm-hmm. and a British one, but. I'd say I'm more Nigerian than I am British, even though I was born here. Yeah. (laughs) Do you, you, have you gone back to Nigeria? Yes, I have. I've gone back to Nigeria. So I went in 2017, experienced both sides. So I I, I basically have like families on both sides. I have like Mm -hmm. family that lives like in the village and I have a family that like is like the city family. So Mm. The city family, um, it's going to sound weird this, right? But the city family, it's all like big, you know, skyscrapers, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. city. My other family that lives in a village, like, basically, I, like, I'm not actually joking. There's like a rooster that wakes you up as an alarm every single day. <laughs> like, no word to lie. And that was probably the most peaceful time I've had in my life because there was no internet. Yeah. So all I had to do yeah. was like, integrate into the actual village with, you know, with my people. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to go back. I think I'm actually planning to go back either maybe next year or maybe the year after, man. So if I go back, I'm going to be waking up those roosters myself. <laughs> <laughs> and let them know how it feels. Um, what what huh. city is your... The the city part of your family, where are they from? Lagos. Okay. So it's my... My mum's side, that's from Lagos. And my dad's side is from Abuja, which is like um, the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the two places that I've um, been to. So the... I don't know if you know many Nigerian people, but there's like loads of different tribes. The, the part that my mm-hmm. parents are from is, um, as they speak, is Yoruba. Um, so I'm one of those people that I can understand the language fluently, mm-hmm. but I can't speak properly. Mm-hmm. When people people like gossiping on the bus about in Yoruba, I'm like, oh, it's getting a bit spicy, this conversation. <laughs> but I, I, I get involved. <laughs> How how do you how did you like Lagos? Because it's a crazy big city, right? There are ten plus million people oh, in, in the city. I mean, it's it's quite a lot yeah, bigger man. than Manchester. Yeah, it's a it's a great city, man. Um, especially now that it's starting to become more of like a little bit of a tech scene as well now, especially. Mm. Um, so it's one of those things that, like, um, hopefully, I actually don't know if I actually have any viewers in Nigeria, you know, because YouTube doesn't tell me those stats. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of um the city and that, yeah, it's it's a wonderful place. It, I. 
I've got to go as far as to say that I'd be happy to retire in Nigeria. Oh, well, okay. I, I think okay. I spent a few spend a few years in Lagos, but I go back to maybe just a chill lifestyle in Abuja, man. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, I also know that you've been attending and speaking at conferences all over Europe. Is there any other country along uh, where, that you've been to that you would be interested in living in or spending more time in? Probably, to most of you, conference-wise, I'm having enjoy- listen because I know the organizer goes to this. I have nothing against the places that you live in, right? But <laughs> those places I would choose to live there myself. The one place that I would say that I love to live in that I visited is either New York or Toronto, okay. specifically, mm-hmm. especially New York. Um, like America, America is just like a different. It's just a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Like you can get any every. I know they got their own issues, but you can get everything that you want whenever. And um, just the people are friendly and stuff. I just love it so. New York is definitely a place I live in. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's, uh, I still haven't been to New York. Uh, like live live on the same continent, but no, I haven't yet. Uh, definitely on the list. Where do you? Sorry, I thought do you, I thought you lived in Europe. Do you all live in Europe? No, no we're we're in Vancouver. Well, I am Swedish, <laughs> so that's Kai's German. So I see why you would think so. But no, um, we're in Vancouver. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I went to. We have. Um, I have family that actually lives in Vancouver. I don't know why. I already. I always imagine Vancouver is cold. <laughs> yeah, which is what I, like takes me away from there. Cause I don't. I really hate snow. I don't mm-hmm. like snow. I mean, it's quite a lot warmer um, than, than, than Toronto. <laughs> yeah. If if you really? yeah, if, if you can handle Manchester, New York, Toronto, Vancouver is the warmest city in Canada. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Because um, I've been seeing. I've been. Someone told me. I don't know how true this is, but someone told me you have to actually get prepared when it gets to winter time over there. Um, like you can't just rock up in a North Face jacket and hope for the best. Like you've actually no, got no, to get. No, 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 Van- <laughs> no Van- it's, to- it's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. We have maybe snow for for about a week, a year, but it usually like a winter day is still five to five to ten degrees if you're lucky, minus one if you're unlucky. It's not bad. Yeah, I think okay. the thing you might want to be prepared for is that like all traffic will stop and there will be chaos. <laughs> but that's mostly because they are not used to all the snow. Like they're not used to snow coming this like down to the city. So there's just no shoveling or anything like that. So it, don't know. You, I don't. No. I don't know if you have it in. I don't know if you have this in Vancouver. It's a general thing. But I will say, best thing that I had when I went to Toronto was a beaver tail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you don't know yeah. that. I know, I know what they are. I never had one. Uh, yeah. What? How do you describe it? Is it like a waffle with chocolate? No, it's heaven. That's how you describe it. Heaven <laughs> <laughs> in your mouth. No, but it's like a, it's like a doughy. Probably will get some of these Canadians will correct me on this, but basically, it's like a beet fried pancake. That's the way yeah. I like to describe it. <laughs> Is that a good description? Yeah, Kai? I think so. All right, okay, cool. If you're Canadian, you're listening to this, yeah, feel free to t- tell me I'm stupid on Twitter or something. But yeah, man, that's how I see it. <laughs> All right. Um, so we have we already mentioned YouTube a bit. So let's get to to this part. What do you What do you do? Yeah, so I currently work for Bali's Interactive as a lead app developer. So I basically help maintain the iOS and Android um, project side of things. Um, you know. I just want to I put a disclaimer out there, man. A lot of people think that when you get to a lead, man, you're writing code. That that's not what happens, man. Like honestly, <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my day to day these days is organizing meetings. You know, making sure people in the team are happy, setting standards and processes, telling people that nope, that's not possible to do, um, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. 
Um, so it's just mainly just that, to be honest with you, in my day-to-day job. So unfortunately, yeah, I don't really get to code that much. And I guess that's where YouTube comes in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so with my so with my YouTube channel, that is literally the reason why I started it as well, is because it's um kind of like a way for me to have like a playground to like mess around and play with stuff, and um, you know, new learnings to basically apply onto the team, and also learning for myself because. Mm. I'm kind of someone who doesn't like to stagnate. I, I always want to make sure that I'm, you know, doing something new or finding something interesting. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why I started that uh, the YouTube channel, Tons Dev. Mm. Yeah, we we definitely put a, put links in in the show notes. How did you? Get... So how do you? No, I was gonna ask how you decide what to focus on in the videos. Is it um, because there's so many things that you can you can pick up and make videos about? Yeah, I mean, to most of you, it kind of depends. So. um it's normally nine times out of ten when there's a topic that I feel like I want to have a deeper understanding in, or there's a topic that I feel would be good to maybe just like teach people on. Um, mm-hmm. So I know re- recently um, in January I released a core data course that like shows people how to do like um, CRUD operations or create, read, or delete, delete um, with Swift UI. Because I'm assuming you saw on Twitter there's a whole debate about what's the best architecture <laughs> in Swift UI, and would be. Um, It'd be interesting to just kind of see, like, um, you know, how to build a Swift UI project with core data without using MV- MVVM, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. would highly recommend. Don't use MVVM when you're working mm-hmm. with core data with Swift UI because you've got the property wrappers available. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now, like, the new navigation APIs that Apple mm-hmm. has released, like, mm-hmm. or like, not touched that yet from DubDub, you know, I might as well watch this one video that I bookmarked out of 100. Yeah. So I decided to put some time into that. And now mm-hmm. I've got a course coming out this Sunday, starting with um, the new navigation APIs. So it's it's kind of when I want to just learn something new or just experiment with something. I feel oh, this would be interesting to share. Um, so yeah. Uh, how do you get yeah, that's, that's a, how yeah. do you get started with that? I mean, app development in general, and then later YouTube. Oh, so app development started because I used to work in a phone shop uh, called O2, mm-hmm. and I used to sell people iPhones all the time, and you know, because um, that was like the big basically way for you to hit your targets to get a bonuses yeah. to sell an iPhone. So <laughs> I was learning them all the time and I used to just mess around on them. And I just thought to myself one day that like, yo, like how do you, um, how would you actually just build like one of these apps? And then I remember just Googling, I um, learned iOS development. And the first thing that came up was um, design and code by Meng2. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've yep. heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. So um, also this, I'm not getting paid to say this, like literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, with Meng 2's course, I think I remember buying that. And I remember for the first time thinking to myself, like, you know what? I'm just going to follow the tutorials. And I remember following the tutorials and I'm realizing that, oh, yeah, I built a, you know, news app or I think it was a weather app at the time. And I was like, okay, cool, I can build this. But I actually don't know what it is that I'm actually properly doing. Because, you know, you just follow a tutorial, yeah. right? But you don't actually understand what's going on. So I just basically took the time aside to actually challenge myself to, like, not follow the tutorial again but just kind of rebuild it with my own little twist mm-hmm. on it and that's kind of i built something i was like oh you know what maybe i can actually maybe i can actually do this <laughs> shit man like maybe i can actually program and then i remember doing it for my final year project for my dissertation where i said i'm going to challenge myself to build an ios app mm-hmm. and i did that and apply for a job and then that's how i got into my job mm. um but in terms of youtube it's, it's it's not as happy as a story as that. So, <laughs> <laughs> my YouTube channel, it's got to get a bit deep, people, right? But basically, what happened was is that I think it was like two years ago, my uh, my apartment got <clears throat> my apartment got burgled. Oh no! Oh no! So, so, yeah, so someone burgled my apartment, and um, even to the point here yeah, where someone took my laundry basket with all my boxes and socks inside of it. 
So I, I remember waking up the next day and being, I remember saying to my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure I had a laundry basket the other day and it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was inside. Man, that's for sure. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So they told my, you know, when PS5s were really hard yeah. to get. Yeah. My PS5, uh... they took, or it was during Christmas, so they unwrapped all the Christmas <clears throat> presents and took the good no. ones. Left oh, the bad man. one. So I always joke with people now and say, your present wasn't good enough yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make up whatever so, you want. PlayStation 5 for everyone exactly. was your present idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was just bored one day and I just thought, you know what? Yeah, like I don't like I, I don't like writing as in typing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know what? Why not just like teach people how to build apps with my knowledge? And then there wasn't that many content creators that were like me over than Kilo mm-hmm. Loco at the mm-hmm. time. Um, obviously there's more people now um, but I just thought you know what let me just bring some representation and just do this and just kind of went from there that's really cool yeah that's, that's I mean, awesome and the, then, the uh, burger apartment part well, is not so cool but, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think I think that's really cool that you then just got started and how did you like how did you find that uh, sort of transition I think often when you watch when you listen to a podcast or when you watch YouTube yeah. videos it the final product looks so polished and it feels <laughs> it feels like so effortless but i think I, I noticed that when starting to make podcasts that like wait this is actually pretty hard like how There's did you find that that goes into it yeah yeah obviously yeah, i'm still doing that every day now like when i'm analyzing my videos and you know trying to make it better so i think one thing that i'm actually well i think one thing that i'm trying to do more of now actually is to not do as much of a polish mm-hmm. and the reason why is because when people watch my videos, they think that, oh man, how does this guy just like, like, how does he just, you know, do this first time and just build this? And that's not the reality of what you see, because there's a whole bunch of editing of me basically taking our mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, basically not knowing what's going on or just staring at the screen thinking, I even know what to program. Yep. <laughs> um, and I think, I think I'm starting to do it now where I'm leaving in the more of that stuff where I do show how I figure out a problem when I'm stuck or if I make a mistake to show people the reality that like, your programming in general it's never going to be linear the line yeah. is always like curved yeah. line man you know what i mean yeah some days where i've been programming i thought to myself you know what do i you know i could just like go and open up a farm in mexico right now man. Like, <laughs> right. i could have like four llamas on a ride and just chill with my like goats yeah. and that like i don't need this I, you know and he's bringing me back that whole development yeah. stuff. <laughs> i i give it up yet but that's the thing right then you solve the problem you're like man i'm happy i didn't start that farm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, I could, you know, I'm so glad I have to pick up llama poop. But, um, I mean, but it's it's one of those things that like uh, it's trying to trying to find that balance of also mm. not only making it polished but making it also realistic as well. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that because I do think you're right. Sometimes it can seem so easy when like the person has the solution uh, upfront, but that's usually I'll give, not the case. I'll give people a perspective, right? So the the core data course I have on my YouTube channel, I want to say it's like maybe. I want to say it's over one and a half hours long. That one video like was literally like maybe close to two, two to two and a half months to make. Oh, you know, it's not like I've decided mm. one week to just bash out a video. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> at the scenes. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you find core data now with SwiftUI? Do you, uh, uh, do you think we're so, going to keep on? I've always been one of those people that didn't mind Cordae. I actually prefer Cordae over something like Realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I would like a swiftier version of Cordae. Yep. Um, that would be nice. 
But I think the problem with core data, especially like when I first started, was that a lot of the syntax and the class names and stuff really they look overly complex yeah. mm-hmm. or be a bit daunting um compared to you like in realm you just basically find your table to say save get yeah. read update and then you're right um well mm-hmm. uh, with core data i think once you understand what's going on it is a it is a really powerful framework so i'm in the camp of it but there is always a possibility man every single wwe steve wish list i'm always saying uh, you know I wish there's a Swift replay, a Swift the yep. original code. Oh. I think yeah, we've been talking be about year. that for a while too. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there also hasn't been any new like core data videos at WWDC for the last few years. So like they gotta be up to something. There was one last, there was thing. one of the last one. So there was one of the last one uh, where they were showing how there's been updates with Swift concurrency. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Oh, what, yeah, that's I don't true. know. I don't know what will drop first, either the Apple glasses or a Swiftier version of Cloud Core Data. <laughs> I want to hear people's bets on that. What's going to drop first? I think we might get both, both at the same time. I, I think <laughs> everything aligns, and and we get the glasses and the at least. I mean, glasses. I, I'm saying anything that's head mounted, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. and and <laughs> Swift Data. <laughs> give it a uh, name, Mike. Craig, take notes, my guys. Give it a name, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to build it, so I'll, I'll just. <laughs> You're just the naming yeah, person. So yeah. Definitely get our trademark, by the way, 100%, because if, if they call it Swift Day, I'm saying that was from Kai, man. <laughs> um but with all those things you're doing, how how do you how do you structure your day? Because you do have a full time job that that is probably yes. uh, taking up quite a lot of time, and then you're you're just crank out youtube videos uh that take a lot of time to 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 uh to make so how do you how do you organize all your all the things you're doing how do you structure your days i'll be honest with you, i honestly don't know and <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing the thing for me is uh I, so a bit in terms of my routine in terms of how it works is that like um i do my obviously get up and do my job and now and then on the weekdays i'll normally record like a um not record sorry i'll actually write some scripts so I'll write some scripts for like maybe two hours and then I just test it out, make sure it makes sense and whatnot, um, see if I can find any bugs in that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the weekends, I'll record and then edit and then do my thumbnails and then upload it. So, but although my job is like contracted to eight hours because of the position that I'm in, I, it's kind of one of those unwritten mm-hmm. rules where you kind of have to go over. Yep. But aside, mm-hmm. outside my job, I think I probably dedicate like maybe, let me do some maths here. So um, uh, five, I was 10. Uh, I probably do another like maybe 26 to 30 hours, 26 to 30 hours. This is <laughs> not me promoting yeah. hustle or crying culture. There's times where I do not enjoy doing this stuff, but because um. Because I see the, like, uh, you know, what I'm doing for the community in terms of people saying that, you know, mm. oh, your teaching style helps me, like, learn all this stuff. I don't mind doing it because there, there, there was times when I was, like, learning iOS development and I kind of wished that I had, you know, someone um, <clears throat> who taught me in my style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's people that kind of, like, say that they enjoy my teaching style. So that's why I keep doing it. So, uh, mm. yeah, my, I don't know how I find that 26 to 30 hours, but I just kind of just... I just make it work. No, and I think your videos are great. I mean, there's also always a combination of of education and you know, you're a likable guy. You you put like I fun twists in in a lot of the things you're talking about. I think that makes it uh, it's it's a nice combination of entertainment and education. And I think those are the for me at least that's the best way to learn, right? If you if you listen to yeah. like a super boring lecture of someone who gave the same lecture hundreds of times and they don't want to do it, you know. But your videos, you can always yeah. see that. 
that you're enjoying what you're doing. And I think that comes through and, and makes makes it hmm. turns into way, way more entertaining videos to watch. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I feel like for me, it's just basically <clears throat> never felt that I have to water down myself. Like um, I, I'd be seeing it. I'd be seeing it sometimes, you know, where people say like, not to get not to get too deep here, right? But <laughs> I'd be seeing it myself. By the way, it's like people be saying like, you know, you got to act a certain way in the office, like, um, or you got to do you got to do something some way. Like honestly, I rock up to the office in my, as people who know me, I rock up in the office <laughs> with my joggers, hoodie, I'm chilling. You know, I'm saying to people like, yo, what's up? Yeah. You know, even clapping mm-hmm. me like saying, yo, you know, you good. So I, I feel like I I, I want to be my most authentic yeah. self, man, and I feel. Mm. I feel like people should also do that themselves, whether they're their authentic self and unapologetic, unapologetic. Let's just say some crazy stuff, then keep that to yourself. <laughs> you know, if you're not a turd, oh, just be yourself in it. Yeah. Um, and I think also, like, uh, you mentioned that, like, you don't want to necessarily promote, like, the hustle culture or, like, yeah, overworking. <laughs> but I, I, I do think it is it is a difference between feeling sort of forced to to overwork yourself versus wanting to, like, having fun with it at the same time. Uh, I think if it's something you're passionate about, like, I personally feel like I work, I do work, like, if you look at it, like, in hours, I work a lot, but I enjoy it. And for me, it's more like... It's like what I like to do and my hobby and like what I work with at the same time. So it sort of all becomes mixed. So it doesn't exactly. feel like I'm getting burnt out, even yeah. if I do spend more time on it. You'll never see me doing one of those threads on Twitter where it's like, yeah, so this is what I do to, to basically become successful. Cold shower at <laughs> 7 a.m. with right? at 6.45. I'm not one of these dudes, man. I just do because I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so I think uh, the next thing I want to talk to ab- about is to shift it a bit over to the conference and to Deep Dish. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to be in Chicago for Deep Dish Swift. Have you been to Chicago before? Have not, but I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to go to my favorite store in America, Target. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Target in the UK? Does not exist. Huh. Interesting. So what are you going to buy? <laughs> oh, have we got time? I'll, I'll tell you about top three. I'm going to get me some honey buns. I'm going to get some Cheetos. I'm going to get some um, Hostess. Like, I can keep on going, but, like, honestly, there's a lot of things that you guys have over there in North America that does not exist in the UK. So, <laughs> believe my, my my bug might be going through some, like, sniffer dog stuff, man, because I'm going to get that. <laughs> I'm over joking. <laughs> yeah, it's like Canadians. Every time Canadians go to the US, they go to Trader Joe's. That seems mm-hmm. to be the go to oh, place hey. that people talk about. Yeah, there used to be a what was it called? Pirate yeah. Joe's, I think, uh, yeah, in, in Vancouver. Like uh, um, it was, I think, five years ago or so. There was a shop in in Vancouver, and people would go over the border, buy stuff, and then stock their store. And it looked like a Trader Joe's. They sold Trader Joe's items, but they kept just importing it from oh. the US, and then they had to shut down, unfortunately. But yeah. Oh, it doesn't exist. No, no. no. I, I assume Trader Joe's had problems with them <laughs> bootleg selling their products here. Oh. Could have been another one yeah. on the list. <laughs> oh, um, so have you had Chicago pizza before? I've had UK Chicago pizza, which <laughs> it doesn't look the same or probably doesn't taste the same. Uh, so from when I was seeing like some of the stuff that Josh was sharing, um, I was like, yeah, man, I, I think my whole life's been a lie. So we have, we have this brand called, um, we have this brand called Chicago Town Pizza, which is like frozen Chicago pizza, uh-huh. but it looks nothing <laughs> like... Um, I've ball with my own eyes on the internet, so yeah, I'm gonna try the real thing soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, what are you, once we're at the conference, what are you going to talk about? Yeah, so the conference I'm actually going to talk about is navigation. So I'm going to talk about the new navigation APIs mm-hmm. and like how you can integrate that into your Swift UI apps. I've only got 30 minutes, so I'm hoping to like maybe try and squeeze in to show you how you can support multi-platform because honestly, right, like, um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's perfect, but the new navigation stack view mm-hmm. and the new the navigation split view like it works um it, it works a treat like when you want to easily just like get yeah. um a multi-platform yeah. up and also mm-hmm. you want to navigation with programmatic na- navigation and whatnot yeah. like uh, yeah. oh yeah i've been loving using it so far so all the all my knowledge of all my research that i've been doing so people might have saw me on twitter just tweeting random videos of me to say oh look what i've been doing with navigation it's all that stuff that i'm now going to put into this conference so yeah i can't wait to i can't wait to actually create the first slide and you know I'm practicing it. <laughs> um, have you also have you built uh, macros apps with SwiftUI? No, I haven't. Um, so my co- so the course that I mentioned before that's coming out um, this it's coming out this uh, Sunday. So I think March the nineteenth, in twenty three. Um, that one is basically like the first Mac app that I would have built. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm-hmm. you, the, the ease that it took for me to basically build it was like crazy. I did I didn't have to rewrite. Um, a lot of my logic in my like um, uh, navigator manager. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the work I had to do was just build a UI. To be honest with you, um, so uh, I do think that in the future when I do actually build one of my side projects I have on my list, I would just like know what to do for multi-platform support, and it's a it's easy. And the nice thing is is that you know if you choose the macOS design for iPad, you actually even get the macOS version mm-hmm. using the iPad stuff for free. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm bit of a no-brainer for me now in terms of adding ipad support to your applications so yeah and especially this year i think it really improved because now also small things like open window was a bit of a of a hack in in macOS 12 okay. and and below but with 13 we get open window and it opens a window you idea you you know what what window it is it's it's really coming a long way especially on on macros in the in the last year i think the one thing that i i've been the one thing that i would like if anyone on the Swift UI team is listening, <laughs> is nice modifier to interact with push notifications. Um, hmm. The reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. right now, if you want to work with push notifications, you still have to use the UI, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. the delegate. And we want to we want to keep our Swift UI apps up <laughs> and Swift UI. <laughs> if someone's listening to the Swift UI yeah. team, let, let's get that. Let's get that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think they would say, have you filed a feedback out? <laughs> yeah, but <well>, I will. <laughs> no, no, I think, uh, uh, I, I agree. I think I, I love seeing how much they, they're really improving all of the platforms and how much more support, yeah. because, how, how many more things you can do across all of the, across the whole border on all the different platforms. So yes. navigation was definitely a big, big part of that. I'm guessing you use it in your apps, um, Orbit and Mercury, uh, the new navigation APIs. Is that that's a in, guess? In Mercury, we do, yes. Uh, because they want a 16 plus uh, on mm-hmm. Orbit, we're still supporting Iris, oh, especially macOS uh, Catalina, so 10.15. So there we're still, everything is homemade navigation APIs. A lot of AppKit as well on, on the Mac. 
Uh, we'll say, even though even though you're supporting it, your skin's still glowing. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's like it's like you didn't even have these problems in your life. So yeah, man. <laughs> we, we did plan. We do plan to to drop the older macros version soon. But it, it's still. But so far, so far, it still works, yeah. and we don't have too many workarounds for it. Yeah. So like, and it's also on nice macros. Working. People don't update their their Macs as as quickly as they update their their phones and their iPads. Mm-hmm. So we do true, also feel true. like if it's it's not too much of a of a hassle to support all the macros versions. There's actually a big benefit. But I think this <laughs> this is the year where we'll drop Catalina support, at least. Maybe even Big Sur. Mm. You heard it first. You heard it first. You use, you're using, uh, if you heard him using Mercury, uh, not all of it. He updated him, man. <laughs> um, so uh, you already mentioned that you have sort of the material of of your talk uh, ready yeah. you have what, what does the rest of the process look like from from now are you about to start the slides or how do you usually work way i kind of work and um, because you know what it's actually this actually this will actually be just to talk about because i i feel like there'll be some people i wonder like how do people prepare slides for a conference talk yeah um, yeah so um, what I normally do, and people are different because I know some people that literally just create their slides on the last day yeah. before the talk, but mm-hmm. I personally like to create a bit of a script. When I create a script, I then turn that script into slides mm-hmm. and I add my personality into the slides. Now, that script isn't um, for me to like follow word for mm-hmm. word. It's more when I'm on stage, it will give me a general idea of, okay, this is what you got yeah. to talk about. But because mm-hmm. I, I've like studied that topic so well, I already kind of know what I'm going to be talking about in that area. It's more that the yeah. scriptures is yeah. guiding me that this is the next topic in that area, this is the next topic, da, 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 da. So that's kind of how I work. So the next steps for me is to basically create the um, create the script. And then once I create the script, convert it into slides and practice it in my mirror, the mirror behind <laughs> me, talking to myself. Then um, on the edit it and practice it on the plane because I actually do kind of like read it out to myself on the plane and people are looking at me like what is wrong with this dude man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the assistant like, oh, I'm uh, and then every morning before the talk um, I won't I know you have that like general like um, you know get together and like socializing yeah. <laughs> tend to tend to skip that <laughs> so I can use time to focus on the you know, being present in terms of the moment mm-hmm. when I'm at giving a talk. Um, oh, that's not been my plan. Mm-hmm. How 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 many similarities are there between you preparing for a YouTube video and you preparing for a talk? Or oh, completely different. So a YouTube video, YouTube videos actually harder. You know, because um, with the with the YouTube video, um, you gotta remember, like, um, I might I might have wrote the script on Wednesday. Now I'm deciding to record it on Saturday, mm-hmm. so I don't practice my scripts. Mm-hmm. Videos. Mm-hmm. There's certain times where you'll see me talking, and you might be thinking, "That right, you know, this guy really knows what he's, you know, talking about." But there's, there might be ten takes where I've said something, yeah. and I'm like, "Actually, you know what? That doesn't make sense yeah. because of, because of my presentation, because I, I practice it with myself. I kind of know like what it is I want to yeah. cover, and I don't mm-hmm. miss the areas." Yeah, interesting. Videos, yeah. so videos are actually harder, <laughs> and conference thoughts, in my opinion. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It is. There's also a nice thing about knowing that you can't redo it, right? It is mm-hmm. once you know I could retake this this section, you'll do, and that that just takes it, so many iterations until you're like, all right, now I'm happy with it. Yeah. Conference talk. If if you stumble over your own words, too bad, right? You just gotta keep going. <laughs> we'll say I'll give a shout out to my boy. I don't know if you know Jake Nelson. So my boy Jake Nelson, 
Um, he was at iOS Dev UK, and unfortunately, he was having some serious technical issues. Oh um, yeah, I remember that. Remember that, Malin, yeah. right? So he he managed to bring that together, and he probably, in my opinion, delivered one of the best tools that I've listened to mm-hmm. because he had no slides, but he was able to deliver his story. So, I mean, that is everyone's worst nightmare, but he managed to handle that. Now, mm-hmm. if that was me on my side, I would probably retire, man, because I'd be like, yeah, well. <laughs> We've got your cold samples I can talk to you about. So yeah, let's enjoy the conference. <laughs> no, I agree. It was it was very impressive how like he, he knew his topics so well and he yep. could really express himself rather than rather than having to have the slides in the background. So yeah, yep. very impressive. And also there and, were people running around him trying to fix his technical issues as he was trying to give the talk. And he that was not a distraction either. Mm, so maybe for our good. talk, we yeah. should manufacture scripted technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> just tell Josh, can you pretend that you're trying to reboot all the systems and we just give our talk? <laughs> Give me the, just give me the call and I'll just I'll just kick the socket <laughs> yeah, out and just, just unplug it. <laughs> unplug right. Oh, yeah. enough. You yeah. unplug random things and it's us on stage live trying to debug <laughs> what's going wrong. <laughs> sure, we could figure uh, out something fun with that. Anyways, um, should we start with our rapid fire questions? Let's do it. All right, Wait, and with always, without, as always, those those are rapid fire questions. You you can take as much time as you want with your answers. If you have an l- elaborate answer, go for it. With that, first, what is your favorite iOS app? Oh, I was going to say Spotify, but I've sold a new home feed that it got released, and I think it was god awful. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to say Duolingo because Duolingo oh, nice. yep. has movies animations in any app that I've ever used. So yeah, one hundred percent. Well, Are you go. actually learning a language at the moment? Yeah, I'm learning French. Um, I think I'm on Unit Three, so I could I could say the basics. But uh, the one things that the things that trip me up are the you know. So I'll be honest, I'm not the best with English myself, even though I, I live in England. Uh, but I don't really I like struggle with stuff like verbs and nouns yeah. and stuff. So it's like getting habit of doing that. But even even Duolingo is finding time to do Duolingo. Yeah. So only get to do like ten minutes a yeah. day. And um, but I getting there with french i'm getting right. there. preparing for your move to canada can you speak french can any of you speak french oh no oh, i'll go i'll go, no. I'll go drop some french no. on you both there <laughs> no, no no we, we when you when you moved like when we moved to canada we went through the immigration process and you get points canada has a point-based immigration system so okay. depending on like your uh, your education and your work history you get points and then you can see whether you qualify for permanent residency it's a nice system because you know what you get yourself into but always they always ask you a question hey if you would speak french you would get 100 extra points you're like no not a word <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you could just say you could just say just sweet <laughs> oh, <you're in. laughs> we do have some friends that learn french to get extra points uh for, for the immigration process so it, that's kind of nice right if you if you're if you ever do want to plan to move to canada and you do speak some french you, you might get some points Same. I'll keep yeah. that in mind, you know, Duolingo U5 coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's your favorite Mac app? My favorite Mac app, uh, it's a split between the two, right? So it's either it's either Bear mm-hmm. or Numi. Uh, so I don't know if you've ever heard of Numi before, but no, Numi's like, it's like, it's like a, um, it's kind of like a calculator app. But the reason why it's good is that like it's almost like markdown when you're actually doing mm-hmm. calculations. So I'm doing like budgeting for like maybe like, you know, general adult stuff. 
because adulting is a scam, man. I wish I could go back to high school and private school. Like, I don't know why I want to be an adult. But um, <laughs> you doing like adulting stuff, you can like kind of do it in like Markdown where it calculates like um, what it, like your bills and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I find it useful for that. But Bear, because it's um, really nice for writing scripts and um, mm-hmm. it like Bear. Mm. Hey, you're the second speaker we've been talking to who picked Bear. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. We're, we're not. We're not getting paid like those light bar people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you see those Ben Q quotes, you know, Ben Q tweets where, the, where yeah. everyone's getting a light yeah. bar. I haven't got mine yet, but no one from Bear has wanted me to say that. <laughs> um, so what's your, um, the next question is, what's your favorite iPhone ever made? iPhone model. iPhone model, sorry. Easily, easily the iPhone X because it was my first ever iPhone. So that's my uh, favorite <laughs> one. That's what, that's what started this journey, man. So yeah, iPhone X. Oh, that's when you were when you were selling phones, did you have an iPhone as well? Nope. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I couldn't, I couldn't afford one. I had an Android. I had a, I had like a Samsung Galaxy. Like you know, I have the, they have like an S forty five or something. It was like one of these small little bricks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when I took on my first contract when I was eighteen, I said, you know what, I'm going to treat myself to an iPhone X. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was very much like a step in a new direction with iPhone 10. Yeah, I, exactly. I it, was, it was like the first of the series of where it like, they started to like add in the yeah. notch. Well, actually, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, they started to add in yeah. the notch, right? It, it looked completely different to the iPhone 8, full touch yeah. screen. Yeah. I was like, this is me, this. I've, I've worked hard <laughs> for this. This is me. <laughs> yeah, that's also it's that's it's awesome. a, it's a good start. Interesting start because there was also the year where they made your iPhone more expensive. So if you saved up for an oh, iPhone, yeah. and you're like, cool, I get get it when it gets out, and then Apple increased the price by I think a hundred pounds in the UK. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. And they justified it with some buzzwords, but you know those buzzwords always get us. <laughs> I don't know how they I don't know how they do it, but these markets to make us go, wow, actually that's yeah. really cool. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your favorite food item? Oh, so we're going to be talking about some Nigerian dishes. Yeah, now. I was hoping you would go there. I oh, was what? hoping you know, bring up some kind of British boring food. <laughs> I actually don't eat that much British food, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, I mean, for all the things that the UK is renowned for, food is not high on the list. I don't think a lot of people go to UK for their... <laughs> we'll say an English breakfast slaps like English breakfast. Elite. I don't know if you've yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, tried yeah. that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they they are top tier. I'm not even gonna lie. But in terms of like general food items, it'd probably be either jollof rice or fried yam. This is this is a this isn't something you can just get anywhere. This is like my mom's yeah. like be all this. So fried <laughs> yam, it's scrambled eggs and corned beef stew. That that is my that is my vibe. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, are there are there good Nigerian restaurants to get around where you live? Oh yeah. So um, there's some restaurants, there's takeaways. Um, where I live, there's the something called the like the Arndale, which is like the basically city center where everything is. There's actually a place in there called Onje that does do free promotion. Mm. <laughs> if I imagine to get a customer from say, oh, I'll just do the deep dish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, so, um, yeah. So Onje, um, and they do like um, jollof rice, um. Under the arm, like you see, Epo Rero, all these, all these meals. So, um, yeah, all my, all my favorite foods are. If it wasn't Nigerian food, a very, very, very close second, it would be, um, uh, Latino. Okay. I don't okay. know. Is that right? yeah? Is it is that the right term? I don't know if it's Latin, Latino, Latinx, but it would be like South American. It would be like South American food mm-hmm. with like um tacos, burritos, arepas, mm-hmm. um, 
Nicaraguan mm-hmm. food with like the rice and the meat, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Mm. All right, that mm. sounds good. Yeah, now we got to look if there's some and the Nigerian restaurant be... close by to Deep Dish. That would be fun to go to. So wherever wherever there's people, there's always Nigerian. So <laughs> I, I tell when we go to Chicago, I guarantee that I will be able to find us all a Nigerian place to go to. All right. Well, Joseph, if you're listening. To, we need to have a Nigerian day where we all go and get some jollof yeah. rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so the last part of rapid of our rapid fire question and the is hardest yeah, part. the two truths. <laughs> yeah, this one is the one people struggle with because people apparently don't lie often, <laughs> uh, yes. which is it's a good thing. Um, so you will tell us two truths and a lie um, in whichever yep. order you want. Probably not yep. not exactly that order, but um, yep. you won't reveal the answer to us on the show. Okay. Um, it's something that everyone can guess and talk to you about at the cool. conference. So. I almost said the I almost said the lie then. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play for a football academy when I was um younger in high school. I enjoy eating dry cereal and I was caught on TV. I'm on TV on a TV show in the background eating a McDonald's apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those are very oh, specific. Yeah. I love them. I, I hope to <laughs> All right. I totally oh, it, for- it, it, I, I totally forgot about McDonald's apple pie. Those I used to have them so much as a kid. They were, oh. they were great. Oh, uh, you know who has the best? So I went to Thailand, and Thailand do a corn pie. So they don't do apple pies; they do a corn pie, sweet corn. I, yeah, I have heard of this. It's the best variation of McDonald's pie I've had in my entire <laughs> life. Mr. God, and to honestly, Thailand has the best McDonald's hands down. Like I'm, I'm sorry, really? I don't know, I don't know. Oh have fried chicken they have fried chicken they have chicken wings they have er- like honestly everything that you'd want in kfc and mcdonald's is combined and it's good fried chicken also, yeah. Yeah. it's good spicy fried chicken is some good fried chicken yeah i i, re- I remember this point to just sit there just marinating yeah. the fried chicken just like yo i've had a good time man man like honestly so yeah thailand's doing some doing some right for sure All right. so now we <laughs> have a bonus favorite food item as well <laughs> <laughs> yes we do <laughs> Awesome. Um, and where can people find you online? So you can find me on Twitter, Tunsdev, Mastodon. Can't remember the instance, but I know my <laughs> name on there is Dev. <laughs> yeah. I also have a. I guess you could guess what my YouTube channel is called, <laughs> Tunsdev. Um, and I also have a website called Tuns not Dev. So uh, I'm keeping it consistent. But yeah, you can find me there. No, on Twitter, I like just tweeting like, you know, iOS tips and stuff that I'm working on, videos that I'm sharing on my YouTube channel. Um, also, just like tweeting just random stuff that generally is happening in my <laughs> life. Like, you know, if I'm, if I'm just doing something. But yeah, feel free free to talk to me, man. Like, um, and also looking forward to meeting all the people at conferences. Um, there's a lot of people that I'm that going to meet up with again. Like, I'm looking forward to meeting you for the first time, yeah. Kai. Really sad. Um, obviously, Mar- Marlin, looking forward to meeting you again. Um, mm. So... It should be good, man. And obviously looking forward to meeting all the people that are listening yeah. to this who are at the conference. So one thing I would say just before we wrap up is that, um, you know, kind of feel um, that like, like maybe feel shy about like approaching like speeches and that, speakers and that at conferences. I'll be honest with everyone, right? Like we're just the same as you. Like um, mm-hmm. I still get nervous. I still get nervous when I have to visit a new country or go to a new conference myself. Mm-hmm. So you know, just like I'm going to make effort to, you know, obviously talk to everyone, you know, just don't feel um, afraid to come and like talk to me or any of the other speakers or organizers and whatnot because we're all sound people and you know we're all there to network and make friends so just keep that in mind 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was well said. And I mean, in general, that is yeah. such a big part, right? Going to a conference, just socializing yeah. and talking to people. I mean, the talks are cool yeah. and they're, they're usually interesting and, and all of that. But yeah. the, the real meat is in meeting people, talking to people, talking about, you know, yeah. not even just purely deaf things, right? Some of the, f- oh, the, the, yeah, the most fun I've had at conferences is when conversations yeah. went into very unexpected directions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, hey, do you like chicken wings? And then next thing you know, you're going to be on it. But uh, I think it's one of those things that, like, a lot of people, like, it is daunting to be like, okay, what do I go and say to this new person? But honestly, mm. just introduce so high. Mm. You know, what do you, get up, what do you get up to? Are you iOS developers? Are you first conferences? General good conversation mm. starters. Mm. And, and, like, if you come and talk to me, I'll, I'll talk to you about anything, you know. Like, you can tell I talk for England. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Huh. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting you again in Chicago and to hearing your talk. Uh, and thank you, thank you so much again for joining us on the show. This has been really fun. Oh yeah, appreciate you having me. Fun. Yeah, and also uh, I saw Josh tweeting that I think 200 tickets have been sold now. So mm-hmm. if, yeah. if you're still on the fence, it might be a good time to get in there before they're all gone. Ooh. It's really impressive for a first time conference as well. Like it's really good. Yeah. yeah. So. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Get your tickets. We have links in the show notes um, somewhere in your podcast player. Um, we also have links to 10 Day on uh, Twitter, Macedon, and YouTube, and all of that. Um, and yeah, if you if you do make it to, to Chicago, uh, would love to chat with everyone in person. Uh, if listeners make it to... Okay. <laughs> for anyone who makes it to <laughs> Chicago, come up and talk to us. We'd love to chat with you. Sure. Um, and see everyone in the next episode when we'll record another... When we'll talk to another great speaker nailed it i always say this at, i always say this at the end of my videos <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite co-worker that was daniela what it was daniela <laughs> because apparently you you apparently set her up no 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 the, re- the, re- the reason why i know she asked me that is because when it when we did a talk when she did her talk at ios conf sg the questions i asked who's your favorite co-worker mm-hmm. and then she realized it was me. She had to say, and I was like, me and the audience going, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm in favor <laughs> So, yeah, I do reserve it still. I was coming to Singapore. How was that? Yes. Honestly, it was, a, it was a crazy experience, different experience. If you're thinking about speaking at a conference, highly recommend you, you go there. Not only is Singapore the like a beautiful, amazing country, like honest to God, it's probably one of the cleanest countries I've ever been to in my mm-hmm. entire life. And mm-hmm. I've never felt the one thing with countries I've never felt so safe. Like I was walking around yeah. at like one, two o'clock in the morning through a park and thinking, Whoa, this is not the norm. Mm-hmm. People just like to just chill, karaoke, have a good time. Honest to God. So like I would highly recommend that anyone who wants to go to that conference, check it out. It's like easily in my top three conferences that i've been to um so far yeah that's very cool yeah we yeah i heard great things about it yeah we we unfortunately couldn't go this year because of some we, we had travel plans during the time but we definitely want to go next time because yeah, once you like honestly vino shop down people um i'd highly recommend you use um you supply for next year as speakers and, and i'm hoping you you know get on it um, or even if you could visit like it's it's yeah. a once in a lifetime experience mm. Yeah, we also we're, we're oddly into city planning. So <laughs> Singapore is also an extraordinarily well planned city. Like all the, yes. the 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 focus on transit and and how they're laying out their their city. It's it, it's very impressive. Uh, 
Uh, honestly, like, like I say, man, like you'll there's no problems with like transportation. Everything's efficient. There's no trash. No worries about like you know dodgy things. Mm. Go like it's everything mm-hmm. just like informed, clean, efficient. Mm. Like I said, everyone just goes and just starts doing karaoke at night, man. Like <laughs> there's a video of me doing there's a video of me doing karaoke to Britney Spears somewhere out there in the world that <laughs> let's know the right people. We to see it. <laughs> yeah, I think that that would be my biggest challenge, <laughs> my biggest fear. Yeah, I think that's, singing in public. I think that's what's holding <laughs> that's what's holding me back from going to uh, Singapore. <laughs> and I mean, probably everyone else wants to hear us sing because. It's not good. <laughs> I think you got beautiful. I, I bet you got a beautiful singing oh. voice. Oh, that. Uh, that is, <laughs> you will regret having said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh.